All right, okay. are we are we good? Do we know? Welcome what we're about? to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm starting it. <laughs> Welcome to podcast <laughs> where people listen at random. <laughs> Bedtime story. Hello, beautiful people of the world. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We're coming to you live from my back bedroom. Oh, yeah. The question at hand is live, baby. Today, we're talking about social media. Christian, would you like to tell us what you think about social media? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm pumped. That was for real. (laughs) I'm pumped now. (laughs) The question's too open-ended. Wait, what did you say? I know. I was, I was wrapped up. I didn't I, actually pay my, attention to it. My words. original question was, how does social media affect mental health? And then the other one was, is social media harming us? Okay. So, if y'all have another idea. But there are a lot of... Pr- I can probably think of yeah. more pros than cons. I, that's kind of why I went with a, is social media harming us route? Because, you know, it kind of... We could talk about both sides of it. Yeah. I. It needs to be... Harnessed. Social media does, yeah. or the question. I, I could. You can't. I think you I can't see what you're going for there. Let it be the wild west and let it run. That's that was like early social media, <laughs> and it was a wild place. It's not. It's not that way now. I mean, kind of, in small circles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I. I think it's largely become. Are we rolling? Yeah, we're good. Oh, <laughs> I can start over if you'd rather yeah, me start no, if, over. If you want to, I, I I don't know. I think it was okay. I don't like the yelling. It scared me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I'm starting it off. <laughs> that was great. We just gotta have something fun to, where people are like, "What am I listening?" To? It made it made me <laughs> jump up and pay attention, and I'm on the podcast itself. Oh, man. We can just roll. I'll cut it together. and It'll sound yep. great. Yeah. Or I can do it again. So what, what do you I thoughts? could, like, turn the music Christian. down and have it running, like, underneath after I'm like, <laughs> Hello, people of the internet! <laughs> we don't want to scare anyone. Bro, I'm putting that in. <laughs> it was good. That was great. You were looking at me like, Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, what is going on? Who is this person? Where? What have you done with Ryan? Who are you and what have you done with my friend? Starting over, or are we? No, we you, you just, answer the question of what do you think. So, what do you think about social media? I think there are many pros and cons that we will talk about in depth in this episode. Lame. <laughs> wow, what an answer! <laughs> I don't know what to say. No, yeah, how, it's always I, better once we get. How into do I frame it. this answer? That's way too open. I mean, do you question. like social media? 
do you use it like okay. all the time? Okay. Okay. Because you know, not everybody. On, I'll, that's I'll simplify this, my answer and then you can cut okay. from there. Not everybody that's listening to this podcast knows like how many followers you have or how active you are. Oh yeah, that is anything. true. So, and there's different generations using social media. Some people are late adopters. Yeah, we were like born into the culture. I was uh, born into social media. I don't know if you could say we were born into the culture because the generation like now. I was raised was by Tumblr. Born we'll into it more than we were. We saw it created oh, in yeah. front of us, but we weren't born into it, I would say. Okay. I would, say I would we argue born, that. Yeah, I wouldn't say we were born generation into it. Generation X. We were the first is generation born two. into it. Yeah. See it I would okay. say that social media was directed to us and, like, you know, our age range. So, yeah. you know, like, give or take 10 years or something. Like, it was definitely directed at our age demographic compared to like someone who's you know in their 50s or 60s right and i mean this already made me think of like a topic like just the difference i know it's a weird example but like in american vandal 2 you know season 2 yeah like the way social media is so like just there like at their high school i was like whoa like it wasn't I mean, maybe I was like oblivious. Yeah. It wasn't to that level when we were in high school. No, I remember in high school. It was there. There, there was no social media presence. But in it high wasn't school. like looming there were over very everything. Very few people on Twitter. Facebook was kind of there. It wasn't active. People. It were was nowhere really near as Facebook. big as it is now. But I mean, that we had plenty of stuff in high school. Like there was JHS compliments and memes and all kinds of stuff that was going on right. behind the scenes. But it wasn't something that we could like pull out and use openly in class or anything like that right Whereas and i don't ever recall anyone saying like talking about something not something on social media but like let's say some sort of interaction or drama on social media i don't ever remember that coming into real high school life oh yeah like there was never but i'm sh- i know that happens much of a now. Crossover. oh yeah uh-huh. you know what i'm saying well i mean it, w- one reason that i you know i this episode kind of got brought up was I saw a video. I think the first thing that I kind of saw that I thought about um, was I saw an article on Twitter from Bleacher Report about how social media is affecting NBA players. Um, And then like a couple days ago, whenever I texted Christian about it, um, I saw a video from Casey Neistat, who for those of you who may not know who Casey Neistat is, he was like, one of the first like really viral YouTuber influencers, I'd say. And it wasn't that he was like one of the first and the biggest. It was that he created the like he was the main person people were looking to for the vlog. Now yeah, so he kinda many, the vlog thing is kinda yeah, his deal, right? And that was his deal. And you know, so many people vlog now and that's all because Casey Neistat popularized it. And uh, I, he's not quite as big on the platform now. I mean, he's still big, but he doesn't post as often. He quit the vlog like over a year or two ago. And um, he's he has his own company. Um, he's actually done several, but the one he has now is called 368, and it's in New York. And I'm not entirely sure what all they've got going on there, but it's um, pretty social media heavy. Uh, and he recently put a video about how he was going to delete Twitter and Instagram. I think maybe Facebook too, but I know Twitter and Instagram for sure because he caught himself just, I mean, at home, he's got like two young daughters and instead of like playing with them, he would literally just be sitting on the couch just scrolling mindlessly through these apps. And he's like, this is taking away from like my family time and like it's draining my life and I'm not even thinking about it. It's just something that's a habit. And so that was one of the big things. And then that NBA article, 
Um, one of the guys that they, you know, the article kind of focused on was talking about how that it was like an addiction and he would literally like go to social media for like a hit of dopamine and it would make him feel good because he was just looking at everything that everybody's doing. And, you know, like that's not healthy. That's not something that, you know, we, we should be doing all the time. And yet everyone is just mindlessly scrolling all the time looking for, um, you know, someone they enjoy to post a picture or something. And like people literally who, are uh, like obsessed like you know how people were about like the jonas brothers and stuff when we were little yeah girls had like posters all over the wall like there are people who are obsessed with these social media influencers and literally are looking for that hit of dopamine for when they post and the the stream never goes off from them looking and it's it's just like every five minutes or something you know they got it open they're like when's this person going to post again or like youtube and you know i've been there as well youtube if someone is on a schedule where they upload at like a certain time every day like good mythical morning is probably a good example of this because you know they upload at like 5 a.m here mm-hmm. or something like ridiculous and and I'm, you know they may just have it set so that people can watch it but that's when it rolls out and so you know every morning it's going to be there and if you wake yeah. up one morning and it's not there i've been you're there like, before what am i supposed to do now and that's terrible. Like you're literally depending on a form of this media that someone, it's like a TV show didn't come on one week. Yeah. And you're like, what the heck TV show? What am I supposed to do now? And that's terrible because we're addicted to our media forms. Yeah. And it's causing, you know, like social anxiety and depression and all kinds of things because people. Yeah. That's what kind of scares me the most about all this is that stuff. Like well yeah and like so many people now are social media influencers and they're using like Instagram and Twitter and all this stuff well dude it's a terrible title like I don't know who came up with that it makes me like uncomfortable yeah the whole thing oh dude it's such a it's such a terrible title but you know people are making lots of money oh yeah just social media like there are people who that is their full time job is to post on Instagram whether it's stories or pictures or you know brand deals whatever they've got going they're making lots of money like millions of dollars from social media. And, uh, I mean, Ninja could even be a good example. It's not quite as mainstream social media as, like, Instagram or Twitter. But um, Apex Legends released, like, their first DLC the other day. And he got paid a million dollars to stream it for, like, a couple hours. Right. And so, I mean, that's even, like, a great example of someone who's making tons of money from social media. Right. And, you know, like, people are obsessed with these... I guess you'd say public figures now. Like that's basically yep. they're basically c- celebrities, and I, I I don't think that it is in any way a good thing because people are looking at you know you're not seeing the whole picture. I mean it's just like a celebrity in a movie. Yeah, you're that's not, what I was gonna bring up. Like, yeah, you're not seeing the whole picture of what's going on in their life. You know they're giving you the best pieces of it. They go out and they are on a beach and they take one picture and that's all you see. But what you may not see is that their friends picked on them the entire time that they were on like some vacation or something. And so, you know, they can make it look really good and you can be like, Oh, I really wish I had this person's life, but really they may be miserable and they're just showing you the best parts of it because they need to make money or that's something that they enjoy. And so, I mean, people are literally, yeah. Cause then it makes sense that why there's, you know, yeah, so many appearances of, depression or, or whatever else is because you're sitting there looking at this other thing mm-hmm. and you're like i wish i was doing that yeah or i wish i was at this place or you know just something that's like right and the irony is that more than likely you're probably happier than that person yeah 
in reality. And I, that's not necessarily true for all cases. Like, there are plenty of people who are doing very well on social media. Oh, yeah, for sure. And are extremely happy with where they're at in life. And then, you know... but And are responsible with what they do, too. Yeah, yeah. And, y- you know, there is that other side that... Um, maybe there's, like, an Instagram model. And some girl is like, I really wish I looked like that. You know, just yeah. the same as... You know, supermodels and stuff have been for a number of years. Now it's literally on your phone, and someone is literally just constantly right in your face every that. day, yes. right there. In yeah, your pocket. and so like there are plenty of people who have, you know, been depressed or you know hurt themselves in some way because they're like, I wish I was this person. I wish I had their life, and it, you're just constantly being bombarded by it. But those people who are addicted to it can't just unfollow the person and like cut them out. Like they understand, they don't understand it's a problem. They're like, I wish I had that life. My life sucks, and that's not at all. And I want to see more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it comes down to the difference between seeking attention and branding. You know, are you trying to convey your brand? Are you doing, you know, fashion influencing because that's what you've always done? You've always been known as a fashionable person. And you eventually just develop your own brand and you're getting that brand across or did you go into it seeking attention? I think so many people go into it seeking attention and they find out that that attention is so shallow and they don't really get any use out of it. They might be making money, but in the end, it's it's pretty unfulfilling. Right, be careful what you wish for because you well, might yeah, get and, it. And, you know, that's another point I didn't even talk about from the NBA article or just, you know, sports in general. Um, is that like people hate on you uh, on social media, and so you post a picture and they're like, "Dude, you suck," and like you see that, or like, and that's just very mild compared to what people actually say on social media. Oh yeah, and so like you're reading through this stuff and you're like, "What did I do? Like, why do people hate me so much? Like, I don't understand why people have to put that out there. Like, why do you have to tell someone that you hate them?" Like, why not just... Yeah, that's scroll? always been why very just, strange to yeah, me. Yeah, why not just scroll past it? Like, why would you try to ruin someone's day? Like, I don't understand why people are like that. But people are like that, even just, like, person to person, like, without social media. People have always been like that since the beginning of time. And so, I mean, there's just so much hate going on. And, like, there have been so many athletes who suffer from depression or something like that because of people just commenting on their social media. Yeah, it, it, it makes you pretty vulnerable, I guess, because oh, yeah. when you put something out there... Pretty much anyone can see whatever it is, form their own thoughts. Yeah, and I, I think it's one of those things that, um, like, especially with YouTube, like, people are putting lots of time and effort into these videos, yep. and then people just completely destroy their, like, happiness because, like, it, there have been so many YouTubers who have stepped down from even being on the platform at all because people just com- constantly bombard them with negativity and, like, that's definitely destructive for someone's mental health. Like, they're working hard on something that they think is really good, and then you're going to come in and completely just destroy all the all the excitement that they had for it. Mm-hmm. But I think you kind of touched upon athletes and NBA players struggling with it. I think it's extremely important as an athlete or a celebrity in general to have a social media presence. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that... You know, it can be very negative towards your health. And there are plenty of people, like I said, who are, you know, athletes and are having great success and their social media, like, it's not that big a deal to them. It's just important for them to have a presence on Mm -hmm. it. I I think all 
you know, sports agencies and PR reps have now seen the importance of having a, a good social media presence for your athletes. Um, I took like social media marketing and social media sports classes. Yeah, dude, whenever <coughs> we'd have someone come and talk to us about social media every season, just because of the importance of it to not only, you know, represent yourself well, um, but to represent the brand well, because you're not just playing. If you're on a team, you're not just representing yourself on social media. Mm-hmm. Like there have been plenty of people who have been fired from their job because of social media and, you know, stuff they post. Like you can't just put anything out there because anybody can see it at any point. Yeah. It's uh, like the top athletes get paid millions per post, per oh, sponsored yeah, post, because they've got millions of people following them, wanting to follow in their footsteps. And, you know, not only is it more money for athlete and agent, it's keeping up your brand. And that's leverage for uh, potential teams and things like that. An example of that would probably be someone like uh, Christian Pulisic, um, the American soccer player. He's playing right now. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest reasons that a major club in Chelsea, a major English club, signed him was because of how many American followers he has and, and the American following he has online. Uh, because America at the moment is the fastest growing soccer market. And if Chelsea, by doing that, just tapped into, you know, the next generation of fans with the it young people following police. Yeah, and it would be one thing if, you know, it was it, like just a regular, you know, average Joe player, but he is like seen as the star and the face of U.S. Mm-hmm. men's soccer. And so for them to sign him, like that's millions of dollars in jersey sales alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw something about that whenever they were looking at signing him. They were like literally the number of jerseys that would be sold for Christian Pulisic right now it would be astronomical. Like you'd make back almost whatever you paid for him. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like it's insane that there's that amount of money in sports, considering that like there are so few people who actually participate in athlete in athletics. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, especially like in high school, I mean, how many kids are there? Like it depends at school really, but you know, you've got like a small fraction of them who are actually participating in sports and are athletes Yet, you have a giant crowd at games. Like, everyone just loves to support and get behind a a team. And, I mean, it's like any kind of cause that is out there that people get behind. It's a sports team. People love to cheer. People love to get together. Like, especially during Super Bowl and stuff like that. People love to get together with their buddies and drink. And, you know, like, there's so many... There's so much that goes along with sports because it's not just sports in general that are making the money. It's, you know, the beer companies, the food companies. Like, there's everyone is making so much money from sports. And so that's, I mean, like you said with the social media post, if someone, if some really, so say LeBron James does a post for, I don't know, give me something that he might post about Gatorade. Gatorade. Gatorade's a great example. Um, he could make a post about Gatorade and literally distribute it to so many people. The, I think I looked at it the other day. The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, is the number one followed person on Instagram. Really? So, yeah. I was surprised I could believe too. that. 
But yeah, apparently he is the number one followed to or most followed person on Instagram. And so like I mean, that's huge for him because he's getting so much exposure for his movies and things that he's doing. And if he wants to do a brand deal, like who wouldn't he just wanna, has to say the word. Yeah, who wouldn't want to partner with The Rock? He's literally the biggest Instagram account. And so that's so much exposure for that brand that they're willing to pay almost any amount for something like that. I mean, you got people with multi-million dollar sports contracts now and you know on top of that they're making money from social media and you know they could easily be making like a billion dollars a year depending on who their sponsors are what posts they're doing like it's insane how much money is revolved around social media in general is he the biggest american or the most followed american most followed on instagram period i checked social blade the other day Cristiano Ronaldo has more followers. There's no way, dude. The Rock is at 135 million. Cristiano Ronaldo was on the list. Cristiano has 159 million. What'd you say The Rock had? 135 million. I don't know. I don't even see. I don't even see uh, Cristiano Ronaldo on here. What's his follower count on that list? 135 million. Hmm. Is it all Americans? No, Leo Messi's on here. Oh, he has like 112. Yeah. I don't know. I was just going off what Social Blade said the other day. It's literally top 50 followed users. Well, and I think something interesting too about social media, we touched on it Either earlier. Either way, it, I made the Is point. like the brand versus the person. Like celebrities and other people are on there, like as a brand, but like they're a person too. But mm-hmm. social media is was originally designed to be you're a person and you make this account to just show who you are and what you're up to. Yeah. But now, like, there's social media, bro. People like versus an actual person, and I think that's where a lot of the yeah the bad comments and stuff come into. Is it's like it's not a person, it's an entity. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it is, but. Everyone's it's still like, a person, too. Dude, everybody's so fake on social media. I'm like, what are they supposed to be? You're not actually seeing the person. You're just seeing the best moments that they have or whatever they want to share with you. Right. So it's like, where's the line between yeah. a brand or an entity and the, the person is, that it actually is? It's definitely... It's blurred. Been blurred. It, now yeah. it's hard to tell you know, who's actually trying to do something and who's kind of faking their way through it. Right. Um, and I think a lot of people look for fame through social media rather than create fame throughout other platforms, other things like that. Right. And then use social media to, I guess, continue the leverage they have. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're trying to build a brand though, social media is like one of the best ways to do it. Yeah. Like no doubt. You can, you can jumpstart and uh, there are people that have gained social media fame Overnight. I mean, you could take Jack Black on YouTube, but he was already famous, so I don't know if that's yeah. a good example. But I don't I don't know if that would be a good example. But, I mean, all he'd have to do is post about it on one of his accounts and be like, hey, guys, I'm on YouTube. And he instantly had three and a half million YouTube subscribers. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, hey, 
my name is Jack Black on like a, a commercial or something. I have a YouTube channel. Go subscribe to me. Like it, he just literally posted something and was like, hey guys, I have a YouTube channel. It's called Jablinski Games. You should go check it out. And it immediately blew up. So, I mean, that alone is a good example. It w- even though Jack Black is already famous of just how like much that you can leverage social media to grow other platforms. Social media is also great because you can become famous for something completely stupid. Oh, yeah, dude. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, no question. Gravy. <laughs> Dang, Daniel. <laughs> Like, yeah. back at it again with the white vans. And that dude, like, went on Ellen because and got, like, a lifetime supply of white vans just because yeah, his that's friend... That's insane. Just because his friend said, dang, Daniel. Like, come on. That's it, insane. It's, stra- it's so weird. Yeah. I feel out of place. But, like, I'm in this... You know, That's the way I feel. like, And it's not like the, yeah. I'm born in the wrong generation thing, like... <laughs> things move so fast now. Yeah. I'm for real like well whoa. Like well, I feel out of place and I'm among like this group. Let's talk about the disconnect. You can spend a few days off of social media. Yep. Get back on and be completely confused on what people are talking about. And, and I hate that. Most <laughs> <mainstream> <laughs> like I don't need to know like the def- the definition like behind memes. Yeah. And I miss them and I'm I'm trying to find them out and nobody will tell me. Well, I mean, I don't, I may not leave this in, but there was that whole thing with Shane Dawson the other day, and if like you hadn't been on social media for that for a while, you would have been like, "What the heck am I coming back to? Like, this is weird." But you know, if you're on social media, and like, I, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, J- just the how quickly, bro. It- if you need to know what's behind a meme, just ask Christian. He's like the meme king. Yeah, but I just mean, I mean, even on like, for example, like the Twitch channels I've watched, like I'll wa- like not watch a night or something. And then like the next night, everybody's like, hey, remember this? I'm yeah. like, no. You're like, no, I missed it. Which is another, that's another reason why everyone is so addicted to social media is because if, if you, you go away, you're you out of the loop. If you go away for like an hour, you're like, what's going on? What's everybody talking about? Yeah. You like you feel out of the loop, and it's that fear of missing out, the FOMO that everybody like yep. hates having, and you know it's they made an acronym for that. They did, which I, but I get it because like bro, I, feel I have that too. bad FOMO. Like I want to go do everything just because I don't want to miss anything, and like that's and it's not even social media stuff. Like I could care less about what's going on on social media half the time. But, but yeah, like, in, in real but life, but like yeah. in real life, if someone's going to do something, like hey, do you want to go? I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna not go. So. I mean, it's it's a definite thing, and they should have made an acronym for it a long time ago <laughs> because so many people have like a yeah. fear of missing out on stuff. Do you feel that? Uh, Probably not as much as the average. I don't person. think Christian feels it too much. I don't feel anything when I go on social media. <laughs> not just social media, like just in general. Do you like not like missing out on stuff? I mean, I. I guess it depends on what it would be. Yeah, it really depends on like who it is. I mean, maybe who it is. If I see you guys at Putt Putt, you're gonna be like, "Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, you go without us all the time. Can we? You want to talk about that? We'll have therapy right now on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's usually when I'm with my family. He's like back at it, and I'm like, "Thanks for the invite." <laughs> 
Yeah, the, and it's, it's always like the specific it's scenarios always, it's, when it's like something that you typically do. Oh and then yeah, it's like you're over here doing it. You're like, oh you. But it, Christian is like he he always posts this picture, and it's never like. <laughs> It's playing a running putt, putt. joke. It's like he's standing there behind the ball, ready to hit it, and it just says "back at it," and it's like a joke. It's basically its own meme now yeah. because he has said it so many times. Yep. Didn't back at didn't, it. Didn't uh, didn't Klein say something about that on social media the other day? Yeah. Yeah. You like <laughs> tweeted him about something, and he was like, "Bro, I wish I was doing this," and like tweeted a picture of Christian's back at it <laughs> with butt butt. He's like, "Bro, I need to get back on that grind." <laughs> it was great. I was like, "This is the best thing on the internet." I can hear it too. Back at it. Oh, by the way, for those of you who don't know, Christian had a tweet go viral. About Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he tells some of your experiences like, yeah. just there on how the does, fringes of... How, no, I want to know how that feels. I've never had anything go viral like that thing did. Um, well, first of all, I have my Twitter notifications muted because I don't that, That's care. not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how did it feel to get back on and it has like 18,000 likes. Yeah, th- so when, when we had the S'mores and Lore the other night when we got together at a campfire, we... Um, I like checked it and I was like, this thing has like 80 likes. <laughs> it's such a stupid tweet. And then I checked it the next night. I didn't check it the next day. I checked it the next night and then it had like 18,000 likes. What are you not at now? Like 23? I think it maxed out at like 23. I don't really check it. I didn't know it was viral until someone was like, hey, your tweet blew up. It's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Well, when I looked at it, I, so I saw it right after you posted. I think I was like the fourth person to like it, maybe or maybe no, I didn't like it until later. Um, Jumped on the bandwagon. But wagon. I, I saw it and it had like four likes, and I'm like, dude, that's such a stupid tweet. What was, what was <laughs> of it course, again? Christian tweeted that. Let me read it. Would you like me to read it? Yeah, yes, go please. ahead. It's so stupid. I know. That's why I didn't like it. I was like, this is a typical. <laughs> Christian tweet. And why, I was does, like, why this one I was over like, the other bro, ones, right? I'm not even about to like that. I'm not about to boost his <laughs> ego for some dumb crap he posted. Yes, exactly. <laughs> See, I, and then I look back, and it's at like 300 likes. And I'm like, <laughs> dang, dude, what the crap? And then I looked back the next day, and it was at like, or I, I guess I looked, at, it was like 700. And I was like, oh, whatever. It's not that big a deal. And then I looked at it again, and it's at 20,000 likes. I'm like, what <laughs> happened? <laughs> I was like, how did so many people think that that was funny? Yeah. Because it was so I don't so know. Dumb. It's very niche. It says, That's what makes it on social media. It's super right? niche. You yeah. have to have a niche. It's really funny to a small niche of people. And by a small niche of people, I mean it's probably a pool of millions. Exactly. <laughs> That's the scales we're working on here. So some backstory in the city of San Antonio. <laughs> Because you need backstory for this. I don't know that you need backstory for it. And like, so many people know about San Antonio and the Riverwalk that you should just read the yeah, tweet okay. and then explain it or something. So the tweet is, I wonder how the Battle of the Alamo would have turned out if both sides would have known there would eventually be a rainforest cafe across the street. <laughs> and then my favorite comment okay, I see why thing. it went viral, but I don't like it. It's not even that funny. <laughs> Bro, I know. Compared that's to why other I ones didn't, you've done, it's not that That's funny. why I didn't like it. I was like, this is the dumbest thing. I'm not boosting his ego for this one. And then it went freaking nuts. I don't know how people took it. I just know that one of the funniest comments I read was, dude, it's not even across the street. It's down the street and a block away. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the 
city planner of San Antonio would <laughs> seeing my tweet know, and man. correcting me. I was cracking up. I, I was joking about how there's a major tourist like, historic battlefield right yes. there, and then right across the street is the river. Believe it or not, is the yeah. river walk where it's just everything you could possibly imagine that people are like. Yeah, and I was just like, if you were to tell the Texan army and the Mexican (laughs) army, like, hey, eventually, exactly where you're standing, there's going to be all these stupid tourist shops. There's going to be a Ripley's and a rainforest. Believe it or not. Yeah, like, and they're not going to believe it. Yeah, I I was scrolling, which is terrible that we were talking about this, and I was scrolling, but I was scrolling, 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 uh, scrolling. Yep, pretty much. So I was scrolling, and I see this tweet from Christian and I'm like that's stupid I'm not liking that and I just kept scrolling and then it went nuts dude like congratulations on having a super viral tweet yeah some of the comments are pretty funny dude the comments are hilarious that's the best part like half the time the comments are better than the actual post yeah Yeah. like Davy Crockett your party at the elephant your table is ready (laughs) oh my god I don't know it's just kind of making fun of the how the historic side of San Antonio is Pushed together with a tourism. It's side. literally across the street. Yeah, yeah, it's so dumb. Which it's basically a tourist attraction too. Yeah. Like people literally go to San Antonio just to go look at the Alamo, mm-hmm. and it's just a ruins of a battlefield. Which not to like say anything bad because you know you better not say anything bad about the uh, Alamo. <laughs> I mean, I could be related to William B. Travis. Just saying. Yeah, you, you need to look that up. I, I, how am I supposed to figure that out? <laughs> but. Okay, it's online. Here, here, where? Somewhere. Just go on Ancestry.com. Somebody's probably Ancestry. already done it and found out if you're related. Yeah, yeah probably. Social media. I don't know. Uh, but uh, so he was from like Iowa or something, wasn't he? I don't know. But like that's where my family's from. Oh, dang. Like my grand, my grandma and grandpa were from Iowa and Illinois, and they were like very close to each other because my grandpa would talk about when it would freeze during the winter he would ice skate down the river and go over to illinois or iowa whichever one i don't remember who was from who necessarily but the opposite side off the top of my head but he would go to the opposite side and uh that was something that he like told my dad and stuff about and so my dad would you know tell me as any parent does you can join uh, the uh, sons of the republic of texas (laughs) but with uh, distinction but i mean my grandpa went to purdue and Eventually, they moved to Texas, and so that's how we got here. But I mean, the, my mm. family's like originally from up north. Wow! So, so you're a recent very Texan. Wow! In the scheme of things, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, this was my great grandparents. Oh, your great grandparents? Yeah, my oh, great. Was your grandparents? No, it's my great grandparents. I may have said grandparents, but no, this is my great grandparents. But okay. uh, well, social media. Okay. Yeah, we got off track. <laughs> Hey, I was. Right, just, we were talking about the Alamo. Let's bring it back around. We were talking about the Alamo, but uh, it's what the people like. Oh yeah, dude. Off Even topic. Even if they don't, that's what we're gonna say. Okay, if Rooster Teeth didn't have a podcast called Off Topic, I would change the name of the question at hand to Off Topic because that's yeah. all the episodes ever are is Off Topic. Because we always start something that is way more fun to start talking about some other like trivial thing. Well, it's just that our topic always leads to conversations that lead to conversations that lead to conversations that is just a rabbit trail away like straight the, away the from six our degrees topic. thing. Oh, See yeah. if you connect a topic. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a pretty good I mean, podcast we always, as well. Yeah, we always come back to what we were talking about because we were talking about the Alamo, and that's how I got on that that little rabbit trail. But uh, 
Yeah, it's so funny how... I'm sorry, I burped. It's, I don't know what that was. That was a burp. Um, but it's it's just funny how, you know, there was nothing there except the Alamo for probably a while, and now everything is surrounding the Alamo. I mean, there's like a mall right next door. Well, the weird thing is that it's not other historical sites. Because in other places, like, that would kind of be it. Like, the Alamo would be here. There would maybe be a few other things around it. But instead, it's, like, completely... Remember the Alamo! Everything else doesn't matter. Yeah. So, that's pretty much how it goes down there. Only real OGs remember Goliath. (laughs) 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 Now, that's a tweet that would go viral. Okay. Okay. Tweet that tomorrow, then. We should... Before we post this Should we kind of go through the most popular social media platforms and then talk about pros and cons of each um, yeah, or how we've we used can. them in our own lives. I mean, I know I used Snapchat a ton. I do not use it as much now. I pretty much only Snapchat my girlfriend. Um, Congrats. Yeah, but that's like pretty much all I use it for now. I don't really even use any of the filters or anything that they have. Mm. Um, I mean, I use Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is probably my favorite. Twitter is probably my second. Um, and I use Facebook, but I'm, I mean, I'm using it for work too. So, and the podcast and, you know, kind of everything that I've got going. So uh, those are like the big four. Um, and there's a lot of social media out there. Like there are so many that nobody really uses, but are like super niche to some group of people. Or, you know, people like thought they'd be an early adopter and the platform never took off. And so they still use like yeah. one of the social medias out there. Um, cause I mean, so much about social media is being an early adopter and growing on the platform before everyone else. And not to say that you can't grow after the fact, but right. it, it's, so that's it, usually who the big people are. Yeah. Like the biggest ones, like PewDiePie was like a super early adopter of YouTube and he's gigantic. Therefore. Right. Yeah. And you, you know, um, I love YouTube, but I don't actually, I don't know that I would say that. I don't think YouTube is technically social media in my opinion. I, it is. It depends on what the, the it is, it, what the individual account is used for. It is, for. but it, it's growing as a social media platform in the ways that they're using it. Like they've added stories, and you know, yeah. where you can post and stuff, and it's not just videos anymore. And right. so, I just don't use it like that ever. I don't either. I like use it as an entertainment. Yeah, platform. it's more of like me watching Netflix, yep. or something, than it is me going and being like, oh, I'm going to interact with this person. I mean, sure, it could lead to other platforms, but you're not going to, like, contact someone on YouTube or tweet at them or something and be like, hey, I really liked your video, or hey, what if you did this, or, you know. You can comment and like their videos. Does that make it social media? Or comment on? I mean, I don't ever comment on a video, honestly. Like, once a blue moon. You can subscribe to someone. I do subscribe to someone, but that's... But that's like it's subscribing to their channel, not that person. Yeah. So what's what's the I difference? Think that, I think that's the difference. That would be is, is like YouTube is set up as channels. Yeah. And not people. I mean, I if if think I subscribe to someone, I'm not like, oh, I'm subscribing to this person. I'm gonna follow them on social media. I'm like, hey, I like this person's I stuff. I like this TV channel. It's like me. Yeah. It's like me. You know, when you get on Netflix and it shows you like what you've watched or your recommended videos or something like that, like. Or, or if you get on Prime, it's literally like my Prime videos or something like that. And so 
I, I view it as more of like an entertainment than a social media platform, which it totally is a social and media platform. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like not, I don't use it in that way. And I, I think the majority of people don't use it in that way. So yeah. I would say. by definition, you think YouTube is a social media platform? Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, the people who are putting content on YouTube are definitely using it as a social media platform. It's just, but I don't think content. the average person treats it as a social media yeah. platform. Okay. They treat it as entertainment. Yeah. When I was in college, this girl was doing some sort of project on social media, and like one of the social media platforms she had listed was Netflix and other streaming stuff. And I was like, I, I don't, don't think you understand what social media means. You have a confusion I mean, with the internet. I'm sure that, like, that that may be classified as a form of social media, but I don't know why it would because there's it can't nothing, be. There's literally nothing social about Netflix yeah. other than you're like, hey, y'all want to watch something on TV? But that's not like. There's social no interaction media. with other people. It's just it's, a meet. It's just. I mean, a, most social media is just completely online interaction, and so it's and it's like, not like you're gonna say you're gonna text somebody and be like, "Hey, you want to watch this movie at the same time?" And then that's what Rabbit's for. Yeah, you yeah. ever heard of that? Yes, I it's one like of a the, chat room where you can watch. Yeah, you know. one of the guys that I follow on Twitch, um, he has like a community night or no, it's sub night. So whoever subscribed to his channel and they'll like have a private link in the discord to go and watch the movie together on rabbit which i thought was super cool i was yeah, like dude awesome. that's such a unique idea i've never used rabbit before but i have it It works pretty well actually that's really neat but yeah i was like this girl does not understand what social media means you just think it means internet yeah <laughs> no like, what what what's the extent that there has to be interaction for it to be social media because would something like spotify be social media you can follow people and you can interact. I think Spotify is the same as YouTube. They try to make it social media because some people might be interested in that, but it's primarily an entertainment platform. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, I would I would agree with that. And not to say like this this is not saying that those are not social media platforms. Like for creators who are making videos on YouTube, it's definitely a social media platform. Yeah. Like, but for like us just watching people on YouTube. I don't know that I would say that I use... I don't use it as a social media platform in the way that other people may. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would still say that YouTube, Twitch, um, Mixer, you know, kind of... And I think Twitch is like, a, uh, is like 50-50. I think it's 50% entertainment and 50% social media Probably. because the social aspect is pushed to a much higher degree. Yeah. I mean, and you it's got, typically individuals and not just channels. Yeah. So, you still use Snapchat? Some, yes. I know a lot of people who still use Snapchat like as their primary form of social media. Wow. Yeah, younger generations especially. When I heard that people like use Snapchat to communicate and didn't text anymore, I was like, I I was confused now, dude. I was one of those people for a while. I would literally never text anybody. That's so weird. I felt so behind, and it made me really uncomfortable. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like. There was a point where Snapchat was like the social media platform if yep. you wanted to be on it, and they've changed so much stuff now that it's not really the same platform, and people mm-hmm. don't use it in the same way. Like they tried to make it. What are you doing? They tried to make it more social, I guess you could say, uh, by adding like certain features. But it was so much more difficult to actually like look at the content that you wanted to, and so like so many people just stopped using Snapchat. Uh-huh. Like, I remember. 2016 or 2017 when Snapchat's initial valuation came out I was taking that sports and social media class and it was huge and it was a big deal because Snapchat they were thinking might be 
like the, the next future like, of sports yeah. because they were getting into stories where you could see, you know, what the players were doing before the game. Teams had Snapchat accounts that they would constantly post on. And people are like, oh, this could be the next big thing in sports. You can watch sports and highlights from your phone. And I don't think that's been the case so far. I deleted it. I can't stand you don't, you Snapchat. Don't, I mean, you didn't use Snapchat a lot to begin with, though. Like, I'd Snapchat you, and it'd take you, like, four days to snap me back. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, you have notifications, right? You probably had them turned off, honestly. And yeah, you would just I get on it to look off. and be like, oh. I have 50,000 Snapchats. The only guys. time in like the last three to four years that I've used Snapchat was because I ran out of memory on my phone and you can still take video on Snapchat and save it even though your phone yeah. is out of memory. Yep. So yeah, it, I mm. use Snapchat a lot for that for a while. But now that I mean, I've got a new phone and plenty of storage, I don't really use it for that. Um, a lot of times I do use it to... S- take and record videos because the zoom feature on it is so nice Mm -hmm. and you have up to a minute whereas like instagram you've got 15 seconds maybe on a good day (laughs) and so it's just way easier to pull out your phone and instead of just swiping over to the camera app where you have to like actually pinch to zoom you literally just like swipe up with your thumb after you hit record so that just is a, a much nicer like user experience than the actual camera app that i I use that a lot Mm -hmm. but other than that i mean i just snapchat jenny that's about it now something like snapchat might eventually take off not that it hasn't taken off so far it's obviously huge but it might be like the future of how we communicate through cell phones i mean i'm not sure how many years it, it took for sms texting to catch on Mm-hmm. But I mean, now it's by far mainstream. I don't even know how people would communicate. And, and it's of and that. speaking of like SMS texting and stuff, like it's funny to see how many people prefer iPhones versus Android just because of the color of the bubbles. That's oh, like yeah, that's you, so weird. Yeah, which I'm totally one of those people. I would not use an Android phone. Yeah, it feels weird. I, it's not even that it feels weird. It's that I. I mean, one thing is that I have everything Apple. Like, I have an Apple TV. I have a laptop. I've got, you know, a phone, a watch. So everything's integrated. So there's literally no point for me to not have an iPhone because (laughs) everything's together. Like, if I need, if I have something that I make, like I design on my laptop and I have it exported on my desktop, I can literally just pull up my phone and show somebody, which is super nice. Yeah, having everything cloud based is really nice. Mm -hmm. But. Texting someone with a non-Apple phone is sucks. <laughs> it takes so long for them to like get it, and if you're not, it doesn't send through Wi-Fi. That's the big thing that, ha- yeah. that like gets me is um, like I don't have good service at work, mm-hmm. and so I come on Wi-Fi. And if I like people, if somebody texts me, like if my grandma texts me because she doesn't have an iPhone, I may or may not get it. Like there are plenty of times where she calls me during the day, and uh, she's like, "Hey, I texted you. You didn't text me back," and I'm like. I never got a text message because I don't have service. But if she had an iPhone, you know, it just sends immediately, Uh which is super nice. Um, And that's the big thing for me is like, it's so much, it's so much more user friendly to send an iMessage than it is a text message just because it's not restricted by the cell service that you have. Mm -hmm. But uh, essentially it's the same thing. It's just 
preference and then yeah. you know one's quicker i think it's more reassuring it, I, this isn't necessarily social media but i think it's more reassuring because if i send a text to someone with an android i'm like you could get this right now or this could have just been lost in space i have no clue yeah i completely agree with that yeah so just a heads up when i get a new phone it's not gonna be an iphone why would you do that because i don't like apple at all Oh my goodness. He also doesn't well, have an Apple computer, though, so... We're not texting Braxton anymore. Yep. I know. I'll be at a loop. I'll call you and be like, hey, we're recording. You want to yep. come over? <laughs> Dude, don't do that. We're not going to be able to have a group chat anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Ugh. It's going to be green like a freaking booger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next on Facebook. What are the pros and cons of Facebook? Uh... I don't even know what a pr- Facebook's really good for advertising. I th- feel uh-huh. like, um, but other than that, like it's so difficult to actually see the people that you'd want to see their posts. Yeah, I think the main appeal of Facebook is finding people and being able to send a direct message to them. Yeah, no doubt. So right, that that's the primary yeah. appeal of Facebook. I think kind of is that the majority of people have it, and if you want to find someone, well, so many people just share videos now that when you scroll through Facebook, that's it. Like, it's just yeah. random videos from yeah. Tasty or this cooking thing or some, like, brand that's, you know, you have no interest in. And you're like, yeah. leave me alone. I just want to see what my friends are posting yeah. or yeah. my family or whatever. It's entirely video saturated now, which sucks, kind of. When yeah. I mean, seeing people make I'm, weird desserts is okay sometimes. but Yeah. But it's not something that you're like. I feel like it's you a good, really, really want to see. It's a good thing to see video. videos that you don't want to watch. Yep. Like that's the best way I can describe Facebook right now because mm-hmm. you know YouTube. Like you're going there to either watch who you subscribe, a recommended video that's relatively something you would probably want to watch anyway, or um, YouTube's tailored. Yeah, it's Just definitely like Twitter. It, it's it's focused on what Facebook your interests like are, and Facebook's literally like, hey, this person's interested in cooking. So I'm going to post a video, yes. and they're going to share it so everybody can see it. Yeah. And that's Here's how it is. the last thing watched by every person you've ever interacted with in your life. That's exactly it. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. It is good for creating groups. That, like Nothing else has... Nothing else is that good. I got added to a group on Instagram the other day by some random person, and I don't know how to find it. Like I, I don't know where I don't even I didn't even know there were groups on Instagram, and somehow I got added to one and I can't even find it. So, so it's got a huge user base. Oh yeah, Facebook's one of the biggest, isn't all, it? Yeah, across all generations. That's one thing is that it definitely appeals to an older audience. Uh huh. Because you know, Instagram and Twitter are are good um, for what they do, but as far as like connecting with your family or your friends that you had in high school that you haven't seen in 30 years or something like that's what Facebook's Facebook, for that's what <laughs> Facebook's for um, and I feel like that's kind of what it was designed to do and it still does that but, but the irony of but being started for like only college kids yeah and that's kind of funny <laughs> uh, but I feel like that's kind of what it was you know intended for and you know it still serves that purpose but if, if you want to see something from like your family or something like it's very difficult like you literally pretty you much have to work to, to you pretty much have to go to their actual profile and look yeah i'm still friends with most of the, i think i have about 1300 friends on facebook um and a lot of that is from college uh with yeah. various classes and things like yeah. that but 
uh, I'm friends with those people, but a lot of the people that I just, you know, don't really care much about, not that I care, don't care about the person, but it's not like it wouldn't kill me if I don't see <laughs> what videos you share every day. Exactly. Yeah. I've unfollowed like the majority of people that I'm friends with on Facebook just because even though I don't get on, I still like my feed to be extremely tailored. And it's the same thing with Twitter. Like most of the people I follow are still muted. Nothing against them, but I just like my feed being yeah. extremely well, and tailored. And a lot of times the algorithm is broken. So you get like this is one person you met like one time and you see all their stuff for some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like your best friend, you don't hardly see any of their posts. Yeah. Just because the algorithm's like bleh. <laughs> you and know what I mean? Yeah. You remember when it, when it, when things like Instagram first came out and they were chronological. Yeah. And everything yes. was much simpler. Yeah. And if someone was like, hey, now did you see like, my post last night? You'd just scroll back to last night. Yeah. Now it's literally like... Yep. It's it's basically so it's tailor it's definitely tailored to the the influencers as I hate to call them but you know that's what they are. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's, Facebook is no Instagram. Instagram okay. definitely tailored to the the influencers. And that's why it's like yeah, yeah, that's why you know they're able to to be seen so much. But it's based on their popularity. It's based on how often they post and how many posts that you like. And so they've got some kind of funky algorithm. So if like you see, I don't know. Maybe you like like a sport, like basketball, and so you follow like a couple basketball accounts, and you like their videos. That's literally going to be the first thing that's yep. in your feed every time, no matter what. Yeah, and it, it's real. It's real screwy. I liked it better when it was you know chronological because you could actually kind of see what was going on. Like you could get on at any point in the day, and it's not like oh, I looked at this picture earlier, and it's second on my feed, but it was posted two days ago. Yeah. It was like, hey, this was posted five minutes well, ago. It worked better with the human ago. brain. Oh, yeah. That's just how we think about things. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But I know, I mean, I see stuff all the time. And it's not even necessarily something that I like, but I see, like, videos from PGA Tour all the time on my feed. And it'll literally just be, like, one after another, PGA Tour. And I'm like, go away. Like, I've watched enough golf yeah. that I know what and was going on. I don't need to see it on Instagram again. <laughs> yeah. And I think part of the reason they did that and changed the algorithms and stuff is because they're um, they're trying to get to the people, people that, that dopamine kick. Yeah, and, and they're also something new. There's always they're trying to cater to the influencers. And, and it's it's when you spend hours on on Instagram or something like that. I don't think it's ever with people you follow. I think it's like the explore feature, the stuff that they're giving to you, and it's just on an endless loop of here's the next video that's kind of similar. And if it's similar, yep. you're saying, oh, I'm obviously yeah. going to watch it. I mean, it's one of those things that if if you have a friend who, uh, this is probably like completely false, but it's it almost seems like if you have someone, so say like you post photos and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to see Christmas photos whenever you post. I have to go like like every one of your pictures huh. just so that I can actually see when you post something because if I don't, you'll be like at the bottom of my feed, which is absolutely ridiculous. But it's basically how the algorithm works. Yeah, I've noticed over the last few months I didn't post as much, but exposure went way down, and I think they changed something with how the algorithm works. Yeah. yeah. Because I went from... Every time I post, I get new followers, and then I'll check back like a week later, and I've lost like 10. Yeah. And I'm like... And, and the, okay. s- the fake bot followers now on Instagram, yeah. that's a huge problem. Uh, uh, but Bleep, boop, boop. 
Yeah. Follow. My, <laughs> That's how I picture whenever they say like the bots. I've always pictured like robots on a computer. Yeah. The exposure and likes in my photos went from like t- the top ones being like 1,500 to 1,800 likes. And now it's like 500 if I'm lucky. Yeah. And I, I know that I stopped posting. And yeah. I don't have as many photos on the feed, well, but still, that's a huge drop. Yeah, and one thing was you were trying to grow your brand as a photographer whenever you were posting a lot. Yeah. And you're maybe not trying to do that quite as much now, and so you haven't posted as much. Yeah, I'm busy and with so you know that, stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying, like, there's a specific reason, uh, anything, but, yeah. um, like, when you... I mean, it's with anything. If you don't post quite as much, then it's just part of it. It's just how it works. And, you know, it maybe that uh, some of the people were, you know, getting that dopamine kick from your photos and you quit posting. And so they're like, well, he's not posting anymore, so I'm not going to follow him anymore. And it it may be something like that. But it's also that fact that the less you post, the less likely your photos are to be at the top of someone's feed. Mm -hmm. And so if they follow, so say your photography account and they follow 1,500 photography accounts, what's the likelihood that they actually see your photo of someone when you when compared to someone who's posting like every day because that's their job on yeah. Instagram. So and I think the whole like algorithm issue and you know the way they've changed it to appeal to ourselves. I think that's what's dangerous about it compared to other communication technologies at least. I mean, obviously things in the past have changed the way we society operates, but I think what's dangerous about this is I've heard like a friend describe it as like we like as humans have figured out how to hack ourselves, mm-hmm. how to appeal to our own our senses, our own and senses want, and yeah. brain and what we want and what we love to see. Yeah, and that's scary to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like we've learned how to trick those deep like uh, brain. I don't. I don't get on Instagram much anymore. If I do, it will be on like my personal. You liked my picture today. Yeah, it was it was the very first photo I saw. Oh, really? Yeah, I I don't scroll on Instagram anymore. Oh, it, if I like a photo, it's because it's the first thing that pops up. But oh. I, I I have not scrolled on Instagram. Yeah, I accidentally I didn't realize it was a supermoon last night. Uh, uh-huh. Which okay, so for everyone who's who's gonna be like, it wasn't a supermoon last night. Today is Thursday, March twenty first, when we're recording this, just to give everybody a heads up. Um, so last night there was a supermoon, and I, me and my dad went and played golf after work. We played like nine holes, and we're driving back, back at it, pretty much, yeah. So we're driving home, and we're driving down the street, like right before I got to my house, and it's like the moon is right above the her, like tree line, and it was absolutely massive like it was like an exercise ball compared to a golf ball it was so freaking huge and i went in i literally like ran inside grabbed my camera walked outside and it had risen like a considerable amount into the sky and looked just looked like a normal moon and i was like super disappointed (laughs) and i'm like come on and then i was scrolling through twitter you know as i do now um (laughs) <laughs> I was scrolling through Twitter and I see this post from KLTV, Channel 7 News. That's like, send us your pictures of the supermoon. And I'm like, what supermoon? I'm like, did I accidentally take a picture of a supermoon last night? <laughs> and so I was like, I'd already posted it on Instagram. I just thought it was a cool photo. I've been wanting to take a picture of the moon for a while now. And I just like never, when I, I like go in and grab my camera and then it's like behind trees or something. And I don't have a good shot at it. 
And I'm like, this is really upsetting. But last night I got a really good one, so I posted it. And uh, apparently I got an accidental picture of a supermoon, which is kind of nutty. Because my mom went with me, and I said something to her about it earlier, and she was like, yeah, you didn't know the supermoon? I'm like, no, you didn't say it was a supermoon. How am I supposed to know that it's a supermoon? I don't watch the news. <laughs> I get my news from Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it, that's a legitimate yeah. thing. You can tailor content very easily on Twitter. Yeah. Follow the journalists you want, follow the mm-hmm. outlets you want, and then it's right there. Yeah. Which, when you do that, you're only getting your viewpoint that you want. Yeah. As it's well, which is not necessarily a good thing. But right. unless you try and, like, yeah. You got a non biased it, sources, but oh, yeah. it's within, you know, two minutes we can find out about an earthquake that yeah. happened in Well, and it's not even, it, it is that it's quicker, but it's also easier because, you know, so much of the news is stuff that you really don't care about. Yeah. And true. So you'll sit there and you'll watch it for like an hour or something, and you may not actually see anything that you want. Whereas on Twitter, you literally just scroll through whatever news outlet you want, and you can kind of like, oh, an earthquake happened. And typically, what or, is the oh, most this important? Happened. Oh, yeah. The it's most, just, yeah. You know, breaking, so to speak. Yeah. So I mean, it is it is definitely good for news, if anything. Yeah, yeah. I get most of my news just like from Reddit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of because I don't. I'm not on Reddit. Twitter, but I didn't. Even, we didn't even talk about Reddit. You use Reddit a lot. I do it's not, like an old school social. media. I do not almost. use Reddit a lot. Um, in fact, I didn't even know Reddit was a thing until like a couple years ago. It's kind of a really easy way to find niche groups. Yeah. It's it's kind of like the, f- yeah. the futuristic version of like old school internet chat rooms basically. Yeah. yeah, I mean we've been using our we've been using Reddit for our podcast a little yeah. bit lately. Mm-hmm. It's a really good way to find re- like really yeah. focused groups. Like the Aphantasia yeah. one, we got a really good response back from posting on the Aphantasia Reddit. Yeah. And I had no like other if we hadn't done that we would never have found those people. Yeah. It's not like you can just post about it on social media and be like, hashtag exactly. Aphantasia, and people look at that like they would a Reddit that they're subscribed to. Yeah. So I, I do think that that was really good. I actually just got a uh, tweet, a Twitter notification that says, Christian B. Roper and 10 others like Texas Monthly's tweet. No. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what they had earlier. I don't know. I get those a lot. Because uh, Texas Monthly probably swe- uh, shared the uh, Rainforest Cafe. Oh, I think tweet. it was about. <laughs> I, I think that was an article about Spanish exploration. Oh, really? In southern Texas, yeah. Oh, well, cool. It was a really um, cool article. The reason I get those notifications is uh, I was looking at maybe switching over my at Captain Rye Four Twitter handle to um, just my name, like Ryan T. Travis, and so I like grabbed both handles on Instagram and Twitter for that. And uh, so I don't. I think I follow myself, Christian, and Jenny, and so I get notifications like every time Christian tweets, basically. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good, dude. It's always something interesting, well, or it's like Christian B. Roper's tweet is gaining traction. That's when I. I think that may have been what popped up, and it had like 30 likes oh. on your Rainforest Cafe one, and I was like, "That's funny. So that's some traction, huh?" And then it got like 23,000, and I'm like. <laughs> what do you mean it's gaining traction? It's 30 <laughs> likes. Uh, yeah, I, I got um, what's it called? a notification the other day saying that Michael, one of his tweets was getting attention. And so I click on it. Bro, I got one that said my own tweet was getting attention, and I had three likes on it. Yeah, and I'm I, like, that's not gaining attention. I clicked on it, and Michael's didn't have a like on it. 
at all. And I was like, <laughs> it's getting your attention. What is this based off of? Michael's tweet is gaining your attention, is what the tweet should have, the Twitter notification should have said. It's a paradox. Once you click it, it's got yeah. attention. <laughs> Another common phenomenon that we haven't really looked at is when uh, people like to be anonymous on social media for various reasons, and people like to keep different sides of themselves separately. For example, mm-hmm. if you have a business, you yeah. want the business. I mean, that was kind of what I was account. looking at mm-hmm. doing was you know moving that over to be like for my Twitch or my YouTube yeah. or whatever stuff I was doing for that and then switch I was literally just going to like add a character swap accounts real quick and then make it where both accounts had uh-huh. the stuff I wanted on it so. yeah like on Instagram and Twitter what I've done is that my original account I've converted that to you know like a fully photojournalism based account yeah. where I don't really care about friends I only want to follow major entities or people that I've worked with professionally. Yeah, your Instagram one, I would say, is very specifically for that, whereas maybe your uh, your Twitter is more whatever big stuff you're working on, whether that's photography or sunken silver or something of those means. Yeah. Whereas your, uh, your, <laughs> your second one um, is more geared for you to look at like things your friends are doing or post memes or stupid tweets like about the Alamo and Rainforest yeah. Cafe. Because the problem that I was encountering was that I was having trouble. I It was hard for me to go in between, you know, people that I worked with or people that inspired me and then, you know, spring break photos at the beach. Yeah. I, and... It, <laughs> It was getting hard to have both of those streams of, you know, mm-hmm. content coming at me. So I made cross the streams. Yeah, I made personal accounts, and I was like, I'm going to pretty much unfollow everyone on these professional accounts, follow them on personal accounts, and try to keep up with them there. Yeah. And then I found out that I don't really care about the personal side of social media, so I'm not super active on those, but. I guess I use Twitter. You just you more use as an social outlet. media for DMs. Yeah, I'll send funny stuff. That's about yeah. what I use it for. Yeah. But cool. I don't know. Doing that made me realize, how, like, how much I didn't really enjoy seeing what people did. Yeah, I really don't like it either. Most of the time, I yeah, I just don't. Care I that do. I don't care really. I love it. Like, I love social media. Don't get me wrong. Like, I know I've kind of been negative towards it uh, a lot on this podcast. But, uh, you know, I, I Here, think, here's I the think social media is really good. And I love to see, like, what people are doing. Because I, I, it may be, like, part of that fear of missing out on stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily that I'm like, oh, I wish I was there. It's more of, like, that would be a really cool place to go. Or, you, you know, like, if someone goes to Australia and they post a picture, like, one of the girls yeah. that I follow posted a picture of... Inside a kangaroo pouch? No, but she had a kangaroo like at her feet in like a petting zoo. And I was like, that would be so cool to go. In fact, I actually commented. I don't hardly ever comment on pictures, especially for people like that. I actually commented and was like, uh, is this like a kangaroo petting zoo? Because if it's so, I need to go ASAP because I love kangaroos. And going to a kangaroo petting zoo would be the most cool thing I've ever done. And kangaroo jack. Of course. <laughs> I said a hip. 
Oh, hit pop, pop, but it don't stop. <laughs> and I can sing. Oi, oi, mate, me optics are on the fritz. <laughs> I think a good way to end it. I can't move me arms. <laughs> we could keep going this all day, but I just can't start because I won't be able to stop. I we have a problem. A good, yeah, we do. A good way to end it is like this question. Now that you've lived with it, social media of all kinds, could you easily live without it? I think so. I think it's really good to unplug. Yeah. Just from yeah. social media in general. And like even from just like technology. Like that's I think I feel like that's why people really enjoy going camping is because, mm-hmm. you know, they have like the ability yep. to just unplug from everything. Yeah, I I think I'd want to live I think I'd prefer to live without it socially, but from a brand standpoint or keeping having an ease of keeping up to date with what I want to keep up with. If that's following what my favorite sports team is doing today or, you know, anything like that, then I would want it. But socially, I could care less. I think that's, about where I'm at, to be honest. I like it mm. to be a one-way flow of communication. Information yeah. to me, not my information uh-huh. out there. I, I don't, yeah. I like both. I don't care if people know that I'm on vacation. Right. Or like, or rob your house. I don't want to show anything. Yeah, we didn't even talk <laughs> about like the <laughs> All oh, extreme dangers of abductions and, and being so... I mean, one of the guys from our high school got murdered like a couple of weeks ago or a month ago. Oh, from posting when yeah, where he was he po- online. Yeah. It wasn't that he posted necessarily where he was. It was that he posted like a video of himself with like a bunch of money and like later that afternoon. Oh, for somebody, real? Somebody, yeah, yeah somebody killed him. That's crazy. And so like, I mean, just so much of that is, is, is dangerous. Like yeah. social media is not necessarily just all fun and games. Like mm-hmm. there is definitely a dark side Which of social media. Social media wasn't the, cause of that but but it is what you know ultimately probably led to yeah his death yeah was something like that it's it yeah when you have the transparency that's on social media that you have to have to post i guess you have to accept the co- potential consequences that, yeah. that could come with it another thing we didn't even talk about was like there's hardly any privacy anymore we could yeah. save that for another podcast because I well, could talk on that for a long time. I mean, yeah, we can probably do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, I, th- I feel like there may be a lack of privacy to an extent, but you control it though. You control you it. You control yeah. it I mean, most it's, of the time. It's yeah. one of those things that if you don't want to have any privacy, post everything. Yep. If you want to have privacy, don't. Like it, it's one of those things that it's your choice whether you have privacy or not, and so. But on the internet, though, if someone wants to find out who you are, like they can. Oh yeah, I mean that's super easy. It's either be on the internet or not. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's anything. I mean, like, and you that's can, weird. You can see somebody at a party or something and know their name and find them on social media within like two minutes. Yep. Uh, I mean, like that's super easy. And uh, there's so many people like crimes are even using social media and stuff to track people based on their posts or frequency or you know kind of whatever tendencies of what they're posting about like there's so much you can gain from that um i mean there's definite benefits but it's also one of those things that you know there is potential danger to it you know here's here's another question do you think 
we are closer than previous generations or less close because of social media? Because now we can feel closer uh, online, mm. but perhaps feeling closer online, you know, takes us a step back from the social interactions that we would have with them. Yeah. We could do a whole podcast on this. Well, (laughs) I I think it's one of those things that, you, you know, I think social media is one of those things that is designed to like make people interact. Um, and if by doing so, it does not make us more social because we would rather do it online. Like the term keyboard warrior comes to mind when I think of social media. And uh, for those of you who may not know what a keyboard warrior is, it's someone who has uh, very high confidence when they're behind a screen or uh, at a keyboard. Whereas if they, they would never say that to your face is basically what yeah. what that's getting at. And uh I think it's definitely a place for someone like that to, you know, give their opinions and it's not necessarily something that is going to make us more social in the long term. Like I feel like our podcast and podcasting in general is a very social activity because you're literally just talking about a topic uh, w- amongst your peers. And, like, there's no phones really involved unless we're, like, Googling something. But it's not like we're sitting here and we're tweeting out an hour long, but, like, just stream of tweets. And while we're here, I think there's something to be said about, like, while we're here and do the podcast, I don't think about really what's going on, like, in the the world. It's a great great escape from what's going on. Like, all you care about is just, you know, discussing something. That's part of why we started the podcast to begin with, because we all enjoyed just talking about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's definitely still something to be said about just normal interpersonal communication. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I think social media can definitely be negatively influenced as well. A lot of times when people go on to post, it's either complaining yep. or doing something that will negatively affect your emotions. Like you talked about fear of missing out and things mm-hmm. like that. If someone posts something that you're jealous of or something like that, it's kind of negatively slanted. Just like the news, you don't always hear about the positives. It's always... Yep. You know what terrible events happened today. So I think unplugging from social media. Did you see normal, small, everyday things in your life that are positive and not uh-huh. just World War Three? Yeah, I think being shoved down a, your throat every five minutes. Yeah. It could have a pretty good benefit on mental health and things like that. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm not exactly sure what the connection is to uh, mental health. Um, Outside of the addiction, I yeah, I would have to think. I mean, I think that. besides it's mental health, I, th- I think I don't think it's just the addiction. It's like the the depression and things that can come from it. Like there are people I'm sure who you know ultimately kill themselves over not being able to be this famous Instagram star, mm-hmm. and you know that's terrible. Like that's not something that anyone would wish on anyone, and yet people feel like they, especially like if people or get negative comments all the time. Like, there are plenty of people who are out there who are just constantly commenting on people's stuff, like, kill yourself, or, you know, something that could ultimately lead to someone struggling with something like that. And uh, I, and mean, I think the problem is, is it too, is these are issues and, and natural things that people have dealt with yeah. forever. And it's just But now it's magnified escalated. times a million. Yeah, I mean, I can give a personal example of that. So, uh... This was, I think, when me and Christian were going to 
New Mexico on spring break. Uh, I was having like a tough time with my girlfriend at the time, and um, you had a girlfriend at the time. Yeah, I think she'd like just broken up with me, but we were like in a limbo of like we're broken up, but we're not broken up, and uh, like I was like super upset on that whole trip and like we came back and i went back to school i think i went back to school um that may have been like when i stayed home after spring break because that was that was a tough one um and you know like it's just like a constant bombardment of what that person is doing and it's it's not fun like having you know something that's like depression or you know a mental illness that is affecting you anyway, and then that's being magnified like times a million because you're constantly being like affected by whatever's going on. Um, so like even like a girlfriend that breaks up with you and she's po- constantly posting on Instagram about whatever it may be, you're like, it just makes it so much worse. And you know, like that's definitely something that I'm sure I was not the only one who has ever combated with that. And, you know, there are people who are much worse off than I was. Like, and I mean, I just know that, like, even from experience, that having something like depression or something like that, and then you go on social media and it just makes it a million times worse. So, yep. And I think, too, just, just you go ahead. You, what are you going to say? That was a fun trip. Oh, yeah. it was, yeah. I like, I, I think it was, um, like, it was like something very specific that. It was like two years ago it, this week. Yeah. It was like something very specific that set it off. Cause, you know, I was fine, like, on the way there. And then we were going to that, um, like, park in Colorado where we went and hiked around, took pictures and stuff. And, like, on the drive there, I think it was on that, on the drive there. Um, I don't know if I, like, saw something on Instagram. Tint Rocks? Maybe. That's not the place, was it? It may have been when we were going to Tent Rocks. Oh. I just thought it was when we were going to, up to college. It may have been when we were going to Tent Rocks. Um, but it, it was like something very specific. Like, I think she posted something, and I was like, what the heck? And I just like, s- Christian's like listening to music and driving, and I'm just like sitting right here on my phone, like shaking. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to talk to him about this right now. And I probably should have. But uh, I don't know. I didn't know how he could like help me because I mean, when you're like in a depressed state, yeah, you. I mean, you don't want to talk to anybody. Like, you don't want to talk to anybody about it and get help or anything. And you know, that's not something that anyone should have to go through. Like, people are there for you and they care about you and they want to help you move past it. And it's, uh, but at the time, it feels like you know, nothing is going to help. And so like, you know, I totally could have talked about to about like, I could have talked about it to Christian on that trip. But I, at the moment, I didn't think that there was really anything that he could do to help me. And so I didn't even bring it up and I just kind of bottled it up and that's terrible and not at all the right thing to do. Um, (laughs) But you know, it's just kind of how, where my mindset was and um, social media definitely set that off. Um, but yeah, I probably should have just talked to Christian about it and been like, bro, this is bothering me. You said it earlier, like the the besides, you know, how it's like depression and mental illness, like how it's affecting us mentally. 
you know? Uh-huh. Like, I definitely think that people l- are, a- like, actively losing interpersonal communication skills. Yeah. And, and it's and it's not just, like, shy kids or whatever. It's, like, you if you sat down in a, in a yeah. room with you and another person in a chair, could you talk to them? Yeah, I mean, there's so y- You much know what I mean? Like, it's as simple as that. Yeah. And, like, that's going away. Well, and I, I feel like... I feel like social media has like escalated the cyberbullying that goes on as well. Yeah. Cuz you know like before it may just be in like a chat room or something, but now you know people are like going at you on social media <laughs> about whatever like whatever picture you posted like oh dude you look fat or you know just like something that could be taken very negatively by someone but people are just constantly bombarding them with it. It's terrible that social media is being used in that way, but it it definitely is and it's definitely affecting people. Yeah. It takes everything and escalates it up to one hundred. Yeah. Basically, everything well, positive and everything negative yeah. about humanity and communication. Well, and so many people like take their self worth from social media, and that's dangerous. Yeah, like they're like, "Oh, dude, I have a hundred followers. I I suck. Like, why do I not have a couple thousand or something? Why am I not more popular?" And like, so many people just take that as, "Man, I suck." It's like, like because you just said that out loud. That's why. <laughs> no. What? No, like the paradox of like because you think that way. Yeah. That's why you're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I mean, so much of like how people think about themselves is built around their yeah. social media presence now, because I mean, so many people have it at such a young age, and yeah, and I think that's how we like yeah. started. Right? Is we saw it. Up here, we got on the bandwagon. We've used it kind of how we wanted to. But people who were under us in generation, they didn't really have a choice. And it's always been there. So, like, just think about the difference between their experience and ours. It's it's kind of like... It's, it's insane. Adopt or die for social life. Yeah. Businesses now. If you don't, you're, you're a pariah. Like, yeah. Yeah. SAT words, you know what I mean? <laughs> Peacock, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, I feel like I bring up Black Mirror all the time, but Black Mirror is like a good reflection of how negatively things in society could be like taken to an extent. Um, and so there is one where you're uh, basically like social ranking in society is built around your social media presence. Yeah. And so, like, whether you can get in onto a flight at the airport. Well, that's already, like, that in China. Yeah. Yeah. There's, like, villages in China where they're, like, doing that now. Yeah, but uh, it was, like, you had a rating, like, so many stars. And so, like, every person you came in contact with could rate you. So if I bumped into you on the street and you were, like, dude, that dude's a jerk, you could literally give me, like, a one-star rating and drop my rating below where I could get a taxi to go from place to place or something. And, like, that's scary to think about that. Anything could, and you know, the people who were like super wealthy, uh, you know, you you put on a fake face because, like, the whole episode is built around this girl who knew this girl who's now super popular and famous, and she gets like in, she has no friends, and so the girl who's less popular, she like calls her like randomly one day and is like, Hey, uh, would you be my uh, maid of honor? She's like, yeah, of course I will. And puts on this super fake face around everybody to try to get her rating up so she can actually get there. 
And like to think about that being in our society at some point, like is terrifying because anybody could cause you to literally lose your status. And the scariest thing about that like is it's could, not that extent, but that's already happening. Yeah. That's, Someone can say something positive terrifying. or negative about you on social media and it blows up and whether it's true or not, to probably fifty percent of people, that's now truth. Yep. And that's I mean we saw that we literally insane. saw that this week. Another thing we didn't even mention with social media is how easy it is to kind of share fake information and convince yep. huge masses of people. Example is the last presidential election. The whole deal was specifically Facebook was that there was like meddling going on, you know, finding the right people to target, getting them to believe what you want them to believe yeah. in a way that would influence political elections. Yeah. Um, I saw, I listened to a Reply All episode the other day that was about Momo, which was that big thing that was going around on kids' YouTube that was supposedly call it causing kids to commit suicide. And it turned out that, like, none of the facts based around that were correct, but, like, BBC and all these major news outlets had uh-huh. done articles yep. on it. And There's been tons of instances of that happening. Yeah, and, and so that's, just, that's like just a good example of what you're talking YouTube about. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, there's also been other stuff, like that big thing that was going around about pedophiles on YouTube going and commenting on videos where there were kids. In the comments, they'd put, like, a timestamp of, like, where you could, like, I guess see the kid the best or something. And so... Well, that was real, though. Yeah, that turned out to be real, but... uh, Well, there's the whole thing, too, of, like, if I go on social media and accuse someone of something that they have done, even if they haven't done it, their career is immediately ruined. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's scary. So bad. Man. Okay. Come on. Do we have anything else? No. Nope. Let's end on a negative note. Do we want to <laughs> do pointless facts, or we already? Th- I don't even know if my phone will make it. Mine Christian's just died. I'm at one yeah. percent. This is not good. Yeah. I don't know if we're prepared enough. I don't think we um, are either. My knee is killing me. I'll just end. Pointless it fact: Ryan hurt his knee. <laughs> my pointless <laughs> fact is that Yik Yak was my favorite social. Oh my Bro, god! I forgot, I forgot about Yik Yak. What, what even was Yik Yak? It was. It was like. It wasn't that like a big thing when all when we were like first like, just going just into going college? into college. Yes, yeah. because it was I, everywhere like so at ours, and it was hilarious. It was, it was huge on campus, and there were some rumors going around about some guys on the football team, and so our coach somehow found out. I guess somebody like sent him sent him to him or something. And uh, we were all banned from using Yik Yak. <laughs> like, literally, no one could use it. Yeah. Which, you know, people did anyway. But that was, like, his con- his consensus was, like, yeah. you're all banned. It was, it was pretty funny at, at UT. Yeah, it was pretty funny at ours, too. Like, yeah. It, the stuff yeah. that people would come up with was hilarious. It was, it was usually puns or something going on on campus and a joke about that and then yeah. it would be upvoted and everyone in that area would be able to see. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's it was pretty so pretty ingenious. Honestly. Yeah, it was a really good idea and it's completely dead now, I'm pretty sure. Yep. It lasted like six months. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But it was a good six months. Good yeah. pointless fact. Braxton, do you have a pointless fact? Um 
My pointless fact is that I hurt my knee at my little cousin's soccer practice, and uh, I'm ready to go lay down. <laughs> my knee hurts really bad. I'm thinking. All right. Well, that's all the time. Do you have a pointless fact about the Millennium Falcon? Um, it's pronounced Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, that made me think of something. Apparently, like on Star Wars, like a lot of the lines or names, like people would ask George Lucas, like, "How do you pronounce this?" And he's like, "Oh, it doesn't really matter. You can pronounce it however you want because that's how it is in real life." Yeah, people pronounce things however they want. Uh-huh. Pronouncing things incorrectly. So, like. Almost every name in Star Wars is said like two or three different ways. Yeah. Like Leah, Leia, Han, Han. Like there's tons of different stuff. Like there are people basically mispronounce things. Yeah. Did y'all ever watch the pronouncing things incorrectly? Pronouncing things incorrect. I can't even say it right (laughs) now because like all I think about when I think about that vine is like pronouncing things incorrectly. Cam P-Bells, monkey necks. And it's like all this... He, free Shavakadu. Free Shavakadu. Yeah, basically he would he would go <laughs> to like random stores or something uh, and just pronounce things incorrectly. And it was the funniest thing for some reason. Yeah, but he's like, he got Vine. super Vine famous. That's because Vine's dead. We can't talk about it. R.I.P. Yeah. But it was good in theory. And then now people bro, care about so it too much. What do you mean it was good in theory? That was the, one of the best. Well, it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a celebrity death kind of. Like yeah, not to offend anybody, but you know, like, like celebrity dies young, and like, it's like who knows if they were going to be the greatest ever? We'll never know. Yeah, it's like when Flappy Bird got taken down, and no one could play anymore. Exactly. Yeah. They like didn't because it died, it yeah. got exponentially yeah. more. Yep. They didn't have a plan for longevity. Yeah. And they they couldn't figure out how to monetize it, so yeah, it went under. But I, it man, was so good. Though. People people shouldn't. That's say, probably what made it so good. It was probably yeah. better that it died. Rather than, yeah, continue in like Franken form. I hate the I miss Vine culture now because yeah, <laughs> people, people love to do that. The though. people that say I miss Vine now are the same ones that wouldn't watch my Vine links that I would text them. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh man, that plays into the whole like nostalgia. Like the past was always yeah. better thing, and that's a really big culture on the internet. R.I.P. Vine. Some of which I prescribe to, but. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I think that's it for us, this guy, this this week. I think that, <laughs> I think that's bro, us for us, this guy. <laughs> my knee hurts so bad that I can't even talk straight anymore. So uh, <laughs> Just end it. Put us out it. of our misery. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. At Question at Hand on both of those. Uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, really. If you have any questions, tweet us. Um, at our socials. Um, if uh, <laughs> Christian just banged his elbow on the table, trying to take his headphones out his without headphones his hands. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, if you have any questions, tweet us. Um, send us a voice message through the Anchor app or through anchor.fm slash question ahead. And uh, I think that's it for us this week. Um, we'll see you guys on the next one. And uh, have a great week, everybody. Was this a good episode? Find out next week.